0: Hi, this is Ellie Fishman, and welcome to part two on looking at recurrent renal cell carcinoma. This and before I went through in part one some of the normal appearances post-op, post-nephrectomy, we also spoke about adenopathy. Let's speak about other patterns of recurrence. Now, in this patient, what we're going to see is there are some nodes present by the uh, cava on the right, but you also will see as we look carefully. First, we look at the left renal bed and you can see that the pancreas has fallen posteriorly, nice appearance, spleen's rotated a bit back, Bowel is falling in, so good news is, at first look, it looks okay, but then there's nodes in the autocaval space, and when you look carefully, that's a little bit hard to see on this phase axially, but easily see on a coronal display, the patient has a mass in the lower pole of the right kidney, and when you look a little bit more carefully on the delayed phase imaging, there's actually masses in lower pole right and upper pole right, and this is consistent with tumor in the kidney. So two possibilities, and sometimes you can't tell which one it is. One is metastatic renal cell carcinoma, that the left kidney metastasized to the right kidney. That indeed occurs. Second possibility is a second tumor in the patient's kidney, or in this case, a second and a third. The fact there are multiple are more likely to make this metastatic. Usually you get a focus of tumor in the kidney. It's a solitary renal cell mass. You don't get multiple masses. You see that with metastasis. You see that with lymphoma. And this is just a nice example of metastatic renal cell carcinoma to the contralateral kidney. Patient also has adenopathy, again in the cable space, nicely shown. And I'm showing you a sequence of those images, and then taking you back to the axial plane. So again, very important, look at the periodic regions, but look at the patient's contralateral kidney. Something very important, again, second primary versus metastatic disease. Now the pancreas is another interesting area. Metastatic disease to the pancreas typically occurs 10 to 15 years after the primary tumor has been resected. patient has done great, now has some symptoms or routine follow-up, and sure enough we find a mass. And the masses almost always look the same. They're hypervascular, you can see in this case a nice hypervascular lesion measuring under two centimeters in the head of the pancreas. The typical differential diagnosis quite frankly in this case would be an islet cell tumor. And I would have always called this an islet cell tumor until I noticed that the patient's missing the left kidney. So classic metastatic disease to the pancreas. You also notice in this case there are hypervascular lesions in the patient's right kidney. So not only is there a recurrent tumor to the pancreas, but there's recurrent tumor metastatic to the patient's right kidney. And here it is nicely, uh, the vascular mass on the coronal volume rendered images or the MIP images, very nice blush and here it is coronal showing the renal metastasis as well as the pancreatic metastasis, nicely shown. Now, one thing to comment on, you can see the pancreatic lesion, and let's focus on the pancreas, is a relatively small lesion. They can be larger, but what you notice, there's no dilatation, there's no distortion, no matter how I look at the lesion. So, important to recognize, if you did late phase imaging and non-contrast studies, you're going to miss pancreatic metastasis. It's an arterial phase diagnosis. Another example, here's a case where you can see a hypervascular mass in the tail of the pancreas. And you see the tail of the pancreas is dropping back down because it's post nephrectomy. Beautiful example of metastatic renal cell carcinoma. I have multiple images of that. Here it is with MIP. Um, And here's another example, okay? So we can see the lesions begin to look about the same. You get this very nice appearance hypervascular lesion, pancreatic tail, kidney's missing, in this case the right kidney is missing, this is classic for renal cell carcinoma, metastatic to the pancreas. Again, I'm gonna show it to you a few other projections, uh, but remember, it's an early phase diagnosis. Another example, here's a case recurrence in left parietic nodes, notice how the nodes are vascular, and also recurrence to the pancreas. Again, the theory, the comments we made before, hypervascular lesions, you hypervascular metastasis in, this, in the, in the uh, renal cell realm. And so to nodes, to pancreas, to liver, to adrenal, you name it, the lesions are indeed going to be hypervascular. And here's just a very nice example of showing you those nodes. Here it is in a coronal display. And again, just roaming through the data, sheet, showing you the left kidney looks good, right nephrectomy, recurrent disease. Another example, look at this one. Tail of pancreas, hypervascular lesion, axial, MIP imaging. Nicely shown on MIP, very nice. And now let's go forward a bit and take that tumor on the late phase imaging. Look how the lesion is gone. So again, really nice example of how quickly these lesions can become isodense and how little mass effect they create and the fact they don't obstruct pancreatic duct or common duct. Again, earlier visualization of that lesion volume rendering nicely shows you those metastasis. And uh, let me show you another example. Here's a vascular lesion tail of pancreas, easy metastatic disease, easy diagnosis. Here it is on volume rendering, easy diagnosis. Here it is on MIP, easy diagnosis. Let's go from that 30 seconds to um, 60 seconds or 70 seconds out, Whoa! look at the lesion, it's totally gone. So I think it's very important for us to, to remember that um, you've got to be scanning early phase when you're looking for recurrence or you're going to miss these metastases. Now an isolated pancreatic met can be resected. The patient can do fine. I showed you cases with kidney and pancreas or node and pancreas. They obviously are going to do a lot worse. But again, that early phase is critical. Let me touch a little bit about metastasis to the liver. Same principles apply vascular metastasis, sometimes hard to tell from hemangioma, can look like any other met, like a neuroendocrine tumor, for example. Nodes, vascular lesions, but again the patient is status post-nephrectomy. Vascular lesions, true at presentation, but particularly true at follow-up. And so again, same principles, this case, right nephrectomy, left parietic nodes, and liver metastasis. Okay, very, very simple. Easy to make the diagnosis. Another case, here you can see recurrence extending into the liver, but this patient initially had a tumor that grew up into the IVC, it was resected, I'll show you a few more images, and you can see that the tumor can grow back into IVC or near IVC and directly into liver, and here it is coronal extensive tumor up into the IVC, nearly to the diaphragm, also extending into liver. So just a very practical diagnosis, and I'll show it to you on several images to really uh, make the point. Now, in terms of you know, IVC involvement, that's something indeed we need to be very careful about. Patients with primary tumor, we know about IVC involvement. In this case, just to show you those images again, recurrence can occur within the IVC or it can grow into the IVC. So again, something very important to look at and 3D mapping works out very nicely in that example. I mentioned before about the possibility of contralateral disease, making the point contralateral kidney disease. One can think of a second primer versus metastatic. And again, here the patient looks good in the renal bed, but there's right periodic nodes. And when you look at the full sequence of images in the kidneys, boy, these axials aren't that impressive. But look at the coronal, you see the mass in the patient's right kidney, lateral aspect junction of mid and lower third. And on the delayed phase imaging, you actually see multiple lesions. And this was proven to be metastatic renal cell carcinoma from the left kidney to the right kidney. Notice the big prostate as well. And again, um, differential primary tumor versus metastatic. Now I mentioned adrenal. Adrenal metastasis can occur at presentation, can occur with recurrence. Here's a patient with a left nephrectomy. And you see this mass in the region of the left adrenal gland, metastatic disease to the adrenal. Another example, look at the right adrenal. There's a hypervascular mass there, 2.3 centimeters in size. Contralateral metastasis, beautifully shown on the coronal view. Uh, Vascular metastasis, classic to the adrenal. See vascular lesions, we always think about pheochromocytoma, so you wanna make sure you're not missing a pheo, but you gotta be thinking about metastatic uh, uh, renal when you see that left nephrectomy. Another example, sometimes the lesions are larger. Here's to the ipsilateral and right adrenal gland. The patient also has vascular nodes besides a vascular adrenal lesion. And sometimes it's the contralateral. And here's a nice case. Look at the lateral limb of the left adrenal. You see that hypervascular mass projected off? It's a mass hanging off the lateral limb. That's metastatic disease, nicely seen. Now, we also see implants in the abdomen. Now sometimes, here's a nice example of metastatic renal cell, but look at the spleen and you see posterior to the spleen there's a nice implant present there, hypervascular. So implants can occur on the omentum, in the mesentery, in the perisplenic region, uh, nicely shown in this example. Uh, those cases often have more extensive disease, and so it's not surprising for us to see vascular liver metasis in this example. Those perisplenic mets do wash out, and I will tell you, sometimes when they're small, very, very easy to miss. Though here, you should see it sitting against the crus of a diaphragm between that and the spleen, indeed nicely shown on some of these reconstructions. Now... Uh, Another example, here's another case, mass right posterior to the spleen, pushing on the spleen. Not a very difficult diagnosis, again, these nodules, uh, not an uncommon appearance uh, in patients with metastatic renal cell carcinoma, so that's a very good example. Now stomach metastasis do occur, and we've had very few cases. Here's my best example, hypervascular polypoid lesion in the stomach. Could be a glomus tumor, right? That's a good thought. Uh, we have an article coming out about hypervascular gastric masses, but here is a nice polypoid mass. I thought maybe glomus, could have been a gist tumor, could have been a carcinoid. This was metastatic renal cell carcinoma. Indeed a rare diagnosis, but one of the causes of vascular gastric masses, nicely seen in this example, and here it is with a virtual display. So you got to look there. I'll mention musculoskeletal metastasis. Obviously, we all know lytic lesions from kidney are very common. It's important to recognize that sometimes it's a site of recurrence. And although this lecture is focused on the abdomen, often the METs are in the abdomen. So here's a patient who had METs to bone, but look at that enhancing lesion in the left psoas muscle. Patient had surgery to spine, but there's that lytic lesion in muscle. Uh, Vascular lesions to muscle are not uncommon. Uh, Paraspinal muscles, the patient's Muscles in the thigh and the psoas muscles or iliopsoas muscles are common locations, as nicely shown in this example. Sometimes you don't see the lesion unless you give IV contrast because it's not vascular. Patients can present with back pain, they worked up for disc disease or other processes. In this case there are nodes present, there's psoas, there's liver. Again, once you have muscle mets, you typically are more advanced. Now, I showed you this case before, but just to make the point again, sometimes recurrence is locally, so this patient initially had IVC involvement, it was resected, negative margins, but here very nicely is recurrence growing up into the IVC, growing literally toward the level of the diaphragm, nicely shown in this example and on these series of images with volume rendering. Now, concluding then, CT recurrence following nephrectomy is not uncommon, but often and usually depends on the extent of disease at presentation. Tumor, three, four centimeters, no nodes, no vascular involvement, resected patients should do great. Vascular involvement, nodes, we know the answer to that. CT recurrence has classic patterns, but you need to be careful, timing is so critical. If you don't do arterial phase imaging, you'll miss adrenal, you'll miss liver, you miss musculoskeletal, that's just three examples. And there are pitfalls in diagnosis, but again, careful attention to technique. The use of imaging beyond the axial plane, will help you make the right diagnosis almost all over time. Now with that, I thank you very much for your attention and have a great day.